This is Culture A Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is a show where we'll deep dive on the good and the bad with Middle East HR and talent experts on their challenges, strategies, and success stories to inspire your own journey. Listen in and get ready to unlock potential and drive results with Culture A. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on Culture A. On today's episode, I have a very special guest with me today. This is Rana Mukhaymer. Rana, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Super happy to be here. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about Rana, who she is, why she's on the show. Uh, not only is she a senior HR leader, but she's had experience over 16 years in multinational global organizations such as Nestle, such as Amazon, and she has progressed throughout her career significantly. She has the ability to really navigate her career well and to make very strong connections with her teams and with her stakeholders. And so I wanted you to come on the show today just to share a little bit of your insight. So again, thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you for having me. And this is my first podcast, so <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. But That's yeah. okay. It's new I'm, for me I'm, too. <laughs> I'm excited. And no, thanks a lot for, for the awesome introduction. Of course. Yeah. Let's jump right in. Okay. Sure. So the way that some of these episodes have taken shape is some individuals give us their experience on how they kind of navigated through their journey. Mm -hmm. Before we get into the details, maybe you can give our listeners just some background on who you are. So maybe yeah. tell us how you progressed. What is your HR journey like? Sure. So basically, I, I've been in HR all my life. I even I started my university studies bachelor's in human resources. So that went all the way back in Montreal. And then I did my master's in HR. And then I said, OK, let me do my studies in, in HR. And ever since I've been in HR. So I started all the way in recruitment. So I worked in a recruitment agency. And then once Montreal got too cold, I moved to Dubai <laughs> and I worked five years in Nestle. So I did, you know, part of talent acquisition, HR generalist, etc. Now been around six years in Amazon. So doing all the different pillars in HR cut across all of them. So I have a good experience across, you know, whether it's talent, recruitment, employee relations, you know, across the different uh, pillars of HR. You're just well-rounded. Pretty much, yeah. So I like <laughs> HR so much that I've cut across all the different pillars. You know what's funny is that I always tell people I didn't go out seeking a role within TA. That's not how I didn't, you know, that's not how I started my journey. Okay. Just I like fell into it. And a lot of people I speak to say the same thing about HR, but you, yeah. you've made a conscious decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Like I... The thing is, not a lot of people went into HR. Like, uh, I remember when I when I told my family that I'm going to get into HR, they were a little bit surprised because that's a, that's a that's basically a designation that not a lot of people get into. So, you know, funny thing is, I did some sort of survey just to learn a little bit more about myself, and and HR came up as as that's <laughs> funny, as, you know, a, a specialization to get into. So I was like, okay, cool, let me get into that. And and you know, after doing my bachelor's, when I worked, I loved it so much. I said, okay, I want to learn more. And I, that's what I did my master's. So ever since, it's been a consistent, I would say, HR journey that I've been in. So and, and absolutely still love it. That's so good. That's so good. Okay, so the reason I wanted to bring you on the podcast is mm -hmm. not only because you have a lot of strength in HR, but it's also because you have this really incredible ability to build really strong relationships with your business stakeholders. Right. I, I I have heard only good, strong, positive feedback from you, and it's some, that's challenging to always get. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you deal with characters that are <laughs> yeah. very, very different. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so it's hard to always get like that positive feedback. So I wanted to know if you could help our listeners to understand, like if you can dive into some of 
the tactics or the practices that you've adopted over the years that really help you make a difference in this space? Sure, yeah. I, I mean, I can think of a couple. I think what's really important to note is that building relationships is not something that happens in a day, right? So it's really important to be patient and it's important to understand that these relationships develop over time. So for me, I had to work with different client groups and it's it switched and it was, you know, hey, I came back from maternity leave and by the way, you're going to be handling a different client group and heads up, these people are a little bit tough. So I knew that, you know, it's coming in, it's, it's things are not going to be easy. So I had to be patient and I know that things happen over time. What I think is really, really important is, and I know this sounds really easy, but I, I had to do a lot more listening and learning from my end to get to know my stakeholders. So I spent a lot of time of doing regular cadences with them, really trying to understand what their pain points are, learning more about them, how they add value. And, you know, so doing a lot more of the listening aspect. And then what I did is that I would do a lot of the follow-ups. So touching base with your stakeholders from time to time really adds that value. And they really feel that you care. They really feel like you're, you understand them and that you're there to support and to help them in, in their business organization. So I think these these little things really do help. So yeah, so for me, it's, it's one is be patient, two, schedule those regular cadences, and then three, even if you don't have an update, you know, like they tell you you work on a project or whatnot, or they have a specific problem with it, with, with their team, and you may not have an update because you're still working on it, what's really important is making sure that you touch base with them, making sure you tell them that you're still working on it and whatnot, that still, you know, builds that relationship slowly, slowly. And then you start to navigate, you know, the difficulties, listening to what they have. And, and I feel like that really helps in, in relationship building with the business. That definitely helps. I mean, and those points are key and can really, I think, help a lot of listeners. I recently had somebody on the show that was talking about how once they started to actively listen, it totally transformed how they were perceived by others and what they were able to achieve in their yeah. role. So the fact that this is resonating throughout the episodes yeah. shows that it's really a skill that's absolutely and I think that a lot of people what the mistake they do is that they jump in they just want to provide a solution like hey I'm here by the way I'm your yeah. new HR I'm here to help you and I'm here to solve all your problems and that's not really the that's not going to be the case right so for me it's a lot of listening it's a lot of asking questions and also showing that curiosity of learning more really really helps and then through time with you know supporting them on certain issues or certain you know complexities that they have in their org you're able to kind of build that trust with that person because you're following up you're adding value you're you're there to support them and 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 what they need let's shift a little bit okay because when when you're in your career for a very long time and when you kind of shift roles or change scope or yeah. you know develop within one organization you're sometimes faced with like unanticipated challenges, right? This happens to everybody. Yeah. Without going into specific details, can you share how you kind of generally manage your expectations when you're faced with an unexpected yeah. professional setback? You know, something that that you didn't anticipate and that you feel is kind of a roadblock for you. How do you how do you yeah. deal with that? And and it happens a lot, right? And not just where I work. And I think it happens to everybody. And I yeah. think what's what's really really important give perspective and saying like, okay let's say today's a challenging day, or let's say I really had a really poor day in terms of, you know, a project that I'm working on, or let's say a specific failure or mistake that has happened, you take it in. And what's really important is that I reflect on, you know, what has happened, how can I improve and whatnot. And I truly believe like, okay, today was a bad day. And you know what, tomorrow is going to be a new day. And just taking it day by day is what helps me get through. I celebrate very small wins. 
you know so it's like okay you know what let's say today this whole week is horrible i have so many things that are happening and let's say i have difficult challenges people that come at me and and there are different problems that happen at the end of the day i'm like okay i survived today tomorrow is going to be a new day and it just kind of helps me say like okay i've surpassed these little things and i can move forward i think these little little things really help me to stay motivated and to move forward and then the other thing i would say is that just just making sure that you learn from the mistakes that have happened right and not everything is in your control it's okay i've made a mistake that's fine and everybody does right so it's like okay i can't really be super hard on myself i move on and i say okay i've <laughs> swallowed it right now <laughs> i'll move on to to the next day and hopefully i'll i'll, I'll be better at it that's so much like that's so much where that's so hard to do and i do this with with by the way not just with work like yeah. you know even as a mom even as a friend or as a partner to 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 my husband sometimes you do make mistakes and that's okay and i think what's important is acknowledging right learning and say okay i'm going to try to be better and, and and move forward so that's how i have the same attitude with work because you know you can't just be consumed with work only you have other priorities in life and just say like okay today was just a bad day and let's just move on to the next one that's a big one and uh, that's a really big one and i think a lot of people str- i mean i myself struggle with that like you know sometimes it's very easy to get consumed in you have a bad day then you have another bad day then it's a bad week yeah. and you let these things compile in yeah. your head oh yeah. you know sunday this happened yeah. and then monday this yeah. happened instead of closing the chapter on sunday and yeah. moving on to monday so it's very hard but it's i i can see how that's kind of kept you going yeah yeah you yeah know? and 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 you just have to kind of just take it day by day kind of thing and and that's okay like you have have bad weeks you're going to have bad days but things will always get better because you just kind of see like i said celebrate the small wins like yeah. if i did one good thing today i'm 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 happy with that and i move forward i can see why so many people speak so highly like i okay <laughs> so disclaimer i disclaimer i have a personal relationship with rana i okay. you're you know we're we we're close friends we've worked together in the past but i have a lot of respect for you because i see how you work like you're really a dedicated worker you work very hard you don't let things get you down you really do build strong relationships so that's the reason i brought you on not because we know each other <laughs> <laughs> and because i know you i have heard consistently people speak very highly of you okay and so I, so i understand where that comes from your work ethic your approachability it's not something that a lot of people have like especially in HR a right. lot of people are regardless of what HR do to try and build that trust factor people shy away from having these yeah. conversations with yeah. their HR person yeah. okay and for you that's not the case i see people contacting you all the time or coming up to you yeah. or you know booking meetings with you so you have that that help you know that trust that yeah. you've built so i want to understand like how how you ensure to maintain a positive supportive approach like for employees that are maybe sometimes demanding things that are quite a challenge and yeah. Do you know what I yeah, mean yeah, by yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, and why I've been also, like, just to backtrack, why I've also been in HR is because I'm super passionate about it, because I'm super passionate about working with people. A lot of times people say, like, why do you want to stay in this field? Is because I love working with people. I love the fact that I work with the business. We work on different challenges. So it's not like every day I wake up and I do the same thing all the time. Like you said, every day is a new challenge. And it may not yeah. be the right problem to solve, or it might be, like, the problem I want to solve. But I think that's the beauty of it, the, the fact that I'm able to work with people oh. And that gives me that, it's strange to say this, but that kind of gives me the energy to work with people, even though I'm working on challenging aspects. So I think that's that's really important. And you mentioned another thing that, that I think is super key. I learned this the hard way. Networking is so underrated. And, and the fact is, I, I can't stress this enough, and not just in HR. Networking is so key in our careers right now 
because it really helps you grow. It really helps you expand in terms of your skills. And I can't stress how important it is. So with me in HR, it's like I, I always try to network, whether people in, in my peers, like in HR or outside of HR, within my company, outside of my company. I think that's so, so, so important. And it kind of helps you grow as a person and you learn a lot of new things. It's raw and it's like, you and it's just I always tell this to my colleagues I tell this to my friends that it's so 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 important that you continue to kind of expand your skills and continuously try to do this because it helps you as a person mm. to stay on top of it and and, and uh, continuously stay motivated 100% and I can tell you there's a lot of people who I mean maybe I should stop using myself as an example but there's, <laughs> there's a lot of people I think who are like me who you know networking for me was not my favorite thing yeah. before yeah. okay yeah it was something that I had to do it wasn't something that I looked yeah. forward to doing yeah. and so in a way this podcast pushes me out of my comfort, <laughs> comfort zone, you know yeah totally pushes me out but you're right because in in the years that I've I've kind of pushed myself through this like yeah. hesitation it has really helped me in ways to learn like I hear we have conversations with other individual senior leaders and it you can digest it you can resonate with it in a challenge that you're facing today and the way that you would have approached it prior to that networking opportunity yeah. would have been how you've always approached it yeah. and because you have this influence from someone else or this exposure yeah. it really changes the way that you approach things and so i've i've learned a lot like just from from pushing myself this way and you're right it's key uh, it's key and, and and by the way just a tip like for people who don't like to network or let's say they're they, they shy away from it i'm the kind of person that would tell them that perhaps like let's say this week I'm going to let's say a networking event or whatnot and so it's, it's it's a lot of energy right so it's exhaustive and you say like okay for for this week I'm done and then let's <laughs> move on to another time because a lot of people think that networking is something that you have to do every day it's not yeah. the case so just make sure you you pace yourself because you know and once you're done it, it feels good it feels like okay I either met somebody new or I learned something and I think that's helpful and, and it's not so bad Correct. Yeah. Correct. And and it doesn't have to be in person. Like if you're yeah. if you're if you're that tired, you can do it online. That would, you know, LinkedIn is great. So I think networking is 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 really really valuable. Yeah. Okay. Right now in the HR world, there's a lot of things that are changing. Right. Okay. Employee demands, candidate demands, how business operates, automation. Like there's so many things changing. Yeah. In parallel or simultaneously yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah. Given that the fact that it's ever evolving, how what are you doing to make sure that you're kind of staying on top of your game? Yeah, so I just mentioned LinkedIn. So for me, so my morning routine is super important. So getting that coffee and whatnot. So before I check my emails, I'm always on LinkedIn. So I'm always trying to read articles that, you know, again, be posted by HR peers, by, you know, professional networks, and then also as well, like business leaders and whatnot. So I try to read like what's happening in the business, what's up to date. Even when I look at hiring and companies that are they're looking for new talent, etc. So I try to read the line as much as possible in terms of like, what are the new trends? Where are we in terms of updates and business updates? So that helps me to kind of just refresh my mind and what's going on around us, not just within my company, so what's outside of that. And that helps me to kind of stay up to date on what to, you know, what to look out for, what to kind of build my skills on, what to focus on as for myself in terms of growing as an HR leader. So these things I think are, are really, really important. Obviously, if you have opportunities to attend conferences within your field or outside of it, I think that's also always adds value. Mm -hmm. You learn a lot. You get speakers from different, uh, you know, different either, I would say, industries or even countries and whatnot. And they talk about like what's happening in the world. I think these are also important to do. But 
if you're sitting at home or if you're sitting in the office, start with LinkedIn. I think it's a great tool to, to use and to, to help you in terms of staying up to date. It is. It is. I'm on it all the time. And anyone who follows this podcast knows I'm on it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm posting all the As time. As am I. Everyone's like, I know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're posting. So yeah, it's a great tool. Okay. So I'm trying something new with the podcast with every guest. And mm -hmm. I want to kind of end off the episode with tips from you. But tips on like, what would you say are the most important key things for HR professionals? One, that are just starting off their career. And two, those seasoned HR leaders, like what tips would you give them? Okay. So this season, can I start with the season? You can start with the season. Okay, great. So this is, this is uh, seasoned ones because I think this is really important. So I'll tell you this, for seasoned HR folks, I think what, what we all need to realize is that data and technology has, has gone you know, to new levels right now where we're no longer needed to kind of do the back end of reporting and, you know, extracting data and whatnot. Like all of that is going to be super automated mm -hmm. where your role is no longer going to be putting all of this together. Your role is to analyze the data and play the consultant part where you need to show the business how you can add value. So I think that is going to be really, really important. They're going to look at you and be like, okay, we already have this data. We can see it. What can you offer us? So here is where I would say for the seasoned HR folks. For the new folks, get ready. It's a, it's a crazy world out there. But no, for the, for, the, for the new folks, I think, like I said, I, can't, you know, I talked about this. I think networking is super important. So you know, while you make good at what you do, and I learned this the hard way, it's so important to branch out and to kind of put your name out there in terms of like learning, asking questions, being involved, sometimes like not only within your own role, but like also expanding outside of your scope, I think is so important. So because you don't want to wait when it's too late and they're gonna be like, yeah, Sarah, you're great at what you do, but like no one knows who you are. Yeah, get that exposure. Y you know, get that exposure, mm. like, you know, network, talk to different stakeholders, learn. I think that is, is so, so, so important and it's gonna help you like as you grow into your career in HR. It's true. That resonates. And I think you're spot on. Like I can't, yeah. I, I was thinking about how I would answer this question. And I, <laughs> I, I, I think you've kind of hit the nail on the head. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. Yeah. I felt like this flew by. <laughs> yes. It really went by really yeah. fast. So thank you so much. Rana. No it was really nice to have Thanks you on. Thanks for having me and having, you know, it was my first uh, podcast experience and uh, you made it a really pleasant one. So thank really, you. thank you so much. Sarah. Thank you. And I'm happy that this is like the inauguration of the studio experience, you <laughs> yes, know, with you, exactly. you know, as awkward as it might be. So thank you. Thank you so much for anyone who's listening in. Please like, share, subscribe to Culture A and stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you, Rana. Thank you. Have a good day.